Welcome inside the TCO studios for another edition of the Audible presented by 3M, the official science partner of the Minnesota Vikings. My name is Gabe Henderson. I'm alongside Tatum Everett, and it is week number two, episode number two. And we got two of our favorite Vikings players joining the show, Mr. Eric Kendricks and Mr. Jordan Hicks. Fellas, uh, thank you for joining, first and mm -hmm. foremost. Secondly, Eric, you've been a part of the show, I think, three or four times last year. First time with a guest. So, you, you know how this wow. thing works. Yeah. I, was, uh, I was telling him backstage, he, he, he better not mess it up. So, we, we already had our conversation. <laughs> We're good to go. He's prepped. We're ready. To rock. We're ready. All right. Well, like, like we all know, we start this thing off with trivia, but today we want to do it a little bit different. We want to do two truths and a lie. Mm. So, Eric, we're going to start with you. We got a cue card in front of both of you guys. There are three sentences on that card. Jordan, it is up to you to figure out which two sentences are true and which one is a lie. All right, let's Eric, do it. Eric, read it out. What are the two truths and one <laughs> lie about Ali and I's wedding this summer? Okay. We gave our guests the option to wear pajamas at our, on our wedding day. I crowd surfed and spilled juice on my tuxedo during the reception. We hired an on-site tattoo artist for the reception. Uh, the lie is the on-site tattoo? Did you do that? <laughs> no way. We did that. You did that. Is the lie that Allie crowd surfed? She did crowd surf. Allie crowd surfed. I didn't crowd surf. I missed it, but I saw the pictures in the mm -hmm. video. She might be a little easier to lift up. Yeah. I guess she was just feeling it, and she what? crowd surfed in her dress. Were people getting tattoos at your wedding? People were getting tattoos. Parents were getting tattoos at my wedding. That's yeah. amazing. Wow. It's what the one the on best? your hand, right? Yeah, I got one right here on my finger, and then I got another one right here, number two, second sibling. Nice. Well, what was the best tattoo? The best tattoo? You know, any tattoo stories? There's some good ones. I, I don't even know. Like, some people just left with tattoos that I had no idea. That's great. Like, awesome. I'm hoping these people were sober when they got these tattoos, right? Yeah. I mean, exactly. It's, honestly, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a it's a gift a that keeps giving, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. People will always remember our wedding because they have or have it tatted on them. Exactly. Wow. I have a lot to think about with my upcoming one. Man, I gotta, that's go. a lot to live up to. <laughs> My turn? <laughs> yeah, Jordan, go for right, it. Let's do it. Two truths and a lie about my playing days. Number one, I got locked inside U.S. Bank Stadium with your brother Mike after winning the Super Bowl uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles. Number two, I won the second ever Dick Buckus my senior year of high school. Um, and number three, I started my master's degree in advertisement while in college. I believe you getting locked in, in U.S. Bank because I feel like it could be easily confused, I guess. How to get out of a stadium? Yeah, and that's the lie. Especially, that's I feel like we, but we, I feel like I've never gotten out of a stadium by myself. <laughs> it's always been I've always been let in, you got and, true, like taken out. Yeah, <laughs> right. So like, I don't know how I would get out of a stadium. But anyway, I would think the Buckus thing is a lie. Buckus is the truth. You won the second Buckus in high school. Yes, won the second Buckus in high school. The, the lie is the first one with your brother. You really? Being, yeah. We 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 did not get locked in. We had a big time celebration. <laughs> a lot of champagne. A lot of cigars but uh in our stadium in your stadium in the in in the locker room as well in the same locker room home locker room uh oh, wow. but yeah we were escorted out with everybody okay. good memories there. from there huh yeah it was a good time that's pretty cool last this past game was the first time i was back playing a game in that locker room it was were you at this? go ahead Stay ahead, Taylor. It, it did come flooding back to you at all yeah i mean it's it's kind of been like a process of of like when I signed here and then, you know, we had a practice in the stadium and that was like mm -hmm. the actual first time I've been back and then playing on the field. Mm -hmm. Like it was kind of, yeah, coming out that same tunnel. It was, uh, it was interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting. It was fun. Were you at that Super Bowl game since it was? I didn't. Okay. I didn't go to the Super Bowl. I didn't really want to 
be there with their, like, we had just lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to watch my brother, but I didn't want to be there around anybody else. Yeah. I wanted to watch it on TV. I want to rewind it and be able to watch every, like, oh, let me see this play again. Yeah. Let me see it again. Let me see <laughs> yeah. it a fourth time. Mm-hmm. And I just sat there by myself and I enjoyed watching it by myself. Yeah. One of the only Super Bowls I've ever watched through and through. Through and through. And, and mainly because your family connection. Yeah. You're not watching the Super Bowls. <laughs> I don't know. It's been some good ones. Not even for the commercials? Sometimes. <laughs> I, I usually just hang out with everybody. Yeah. Just good food. To I just play. Good food. <laughs> well, you guys are from the same draft class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andre, Eric Kendrick. Eric, you were 35 picks or 39 picks uh, before Jordan. Yeah. But obviously being in the same position, did you guys know of each other or anything about each other, interact with each other before this? Yeah, we I know for sure. I I knew about him obviously because I played with his brother. Yeah. Um, and we came out the same year, so it was you know you always kind of keep up with your draft class, especially your position. And uh, he's always been you know somebody that I've always watched and uh, really respected. And um, you know it's been been dope being able to be here and, and you know get to know him and get to play with him. So thanks, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right. I uh, I uh, I also you know um, I remember Jordan. Obviously, we UCLA we beat Texas that year. Come on. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but we went to the combine, and I remember us just chatting at the combine, us like inside backers and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Um, we got drafted. You know, I've always watched him on film. He's a guy that gets to the ball, um, has always had an ability to like get to the rock and make plays. Um, and yeah, now we get to play together, so it's pretty dope. All right, Jordan, what what similarities do Eric and his brother Michael have on and off the field? <laughs> okay, yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> First and foremost, they have a ton of energy, right? <laughs> and it's it's part of like Poor they've mom. got the same man, mannerisms and yeah. they talk the same, but their energy level is like through the roof. And they are, it's it's funny because you when I first got here, it was like they're they're very different in their own ways in their own respects, but they're also very similar. So when I got here, it was like. I see Mike mm-hmm. in you 100%, but you you guys are really different. But yeah, their energy level is is through the through the roof. They have you they have a lot shout of out fun. to my brother Mike. There you go. <laughs> well, speaking of, there were several scouting reports that said Jordan played similarly to your brother when you guys were going through the draft process. How do you see that reflected in how Jordan plays? Yeah, I feel like we all just kind of like, um, you know, I think we're all we're traditional linebackers are kind of like 260, 250. So, you know, we're all kind of like we're undersized compared to the, the norm, I guess you could say. More backers are not like that nowadays than not. But uh, um, just our, our, our running to the ball and our not giving ourselves up in, in plays that we don't have to really give, our, give up on, um, I think that's what we kind of all um, relate, relate to. Uh, Jordan, I know I'm getting a little off script here. I know, you know a lot of fans know of Eric being here for so long, but the, for fans who, who don't know who you are as the person, like how would you describe yourself and like your story? I know what you're yeah. uh, from uh, Colorado, moved to Indiana. You, you've moved a lot of different places yep. before football, this football thing worked out for you. Yeah, um, a lot of my story revolves around moving as a young kid. Um, basketball was my first love. Um, Really didn't take football serious until junior year of, of high school and when I really realized I had a future in it. Went to uh, the University of Texas and uh, at 17 went, you know, miles and miles across the country, left Ohio and uh, dealt with some injuries there. Got drafted third round, had a good senior year, got drafted third round, had some injuries early in my career in Philly. And, uh, you know, obviously we came here, won a Super Bowl, went to Arizona and now I'm here. 
So in a nutshell. Has change of pace helped you get to this point in your career? I mean, I mean, from different states to different yeah. universities to, to life, like yeah. how has that shaped who you are today? Yeah, you got to learn to adapt, right? I, I feel like I've got a um, fairly good ability to to adapt and um, to, to, to blend in and gel with my circumstances um, and make the most of it. And a lot of that comes from moving, meeting new people. Um, Football-wise, I've been in a lot of different schemes. Uh, through college, I have four different defensive coordinators um, and then got to the league and have, I think I've had three or four in the league. So I've seen a lot of different football, um, had to learn a lot of different things. So, you know, ultimately you come in and now you learn differently, you learn in concepts, right? Rather than, oh, this is my job. This is, you know, I think that's what makes great players. And that learning process was something that, Eric, you had to kind of not relearn, but, but it is something new for you this year. No, and obviously having Jordan in a 3-4 earlier in Philly before and, and you now maneuvering into that, I guess, that territory, I guess you could say, how has it been being able to have him to, as a sounding board within your room? No, I think you, you nailed it. I think that, you know, um, Jordan's been through a lot of defenses, like he just explained, and he has the ability to adapt and kind of take what he knows from this team and, and apply it to us right now. Whereas when, you know, the new def defense got introduced to me, you know, I had been playing in the system for eight years. You know, I had been kind of had it drilled into this one system and things weren't clicking as easy for me, but he, he can kind of understand where I was at because he had played in a similar defense in that, that, in that regard. And then he was able to, you know, mesh the two. And, and we were able to communicate on those kind of terms because he sees things very similar to how I see things. And um, it's been real, real smooth, I would say. Don't, don't let him shortchange it, though. He is one of the smartest backers I've been around. So <laughs> his instincts and ability to pick it up is like top notch. Top notch is what we're going to end segment one on because segment two, I want to get into the nitty gritty of who you guys are and why you guys are here. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more on the Audible presented by 3M. From the field to the roof and everywhere in between, 3M, the official science partner of the Minnesota Vikings, is here. Visit vikings.com slash science to learn more. We are back. This is the Audible presented by 3M, the official science partner of the Minnesota Vikings. Gabe Henderson here alongside Tatum Everett from Vikings.com. We got Eric Kendricks, Jordan Hicks, our two guests on the show. And uh, Tatum brought up a good point earlier. You guys were both drafted in the same draft in 2015. And I was doing some research on that, and I was like, all right, let's see how the, how the numbers stack up against all the other linebackers selected in the draft. Oh, we got, we got people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys both <laughs> lead your draft class in tackles, mm. in sacks, mm. and interceptions. Nice. Nice. <laughs> it's not one and two in, all, in our whole draft class? Yeah, well, I think so. You're number one in sacks. Yeah. You're number three, uh, Eric. But everything else, you guys are one and one two. One and two. That's wow. That's what, do you accredit, what do you accredit that success to thus far in your career? Health, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, that's that's obviously number one. I think you can't you can't make plays if you're not on the field, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Instincts. Instincts. I think it's for sure you. Yeah. You too, bro. You Come had a sack last week. Last game. <laughs> last game. I guess it arrived. Sack football. Yeah. Was so, supposed to do it. He had a sack. Yeah. <laughs> great. I love it. Yeah. I, I feel the love between you two, which is really great because I think at the end of the day, when you think about joining two people, I mean, you you work together. You have to communicate. You have to be in this together, and knowing each other and your history and coming into this has to help. 
but what have you learned about each other maybe in the short time you have that you didn't know before? And I'll start with you, Jordan. It could be even something personal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've had the opportunity to hang out off the field mm -hmm. as well. Um, so I've, I've, you know, my wife, I've got a family, my wife and three kids. Um, me and my wife, we, we all go to dinner with his wife, him and his nice. wife. And, you know, we've been able to connect off the field and, and get to know each other um, in that direction. Um, and really, you know, that builds even more mm -hmm. connection on the field, right? That type of stuff sure. off the field builds connection on the field. So uh, that's been dope. Yeah, I would say this. I was gonna say the same thing. You know, this guy's a super dad. You know, he has <laughs> kiddos at home, but also goals. he's been a husband. He's been a husband longer than I have. You know, so um, <laughs> definitely we, we, you know, we talk about the good, the ups and downs. You yeah. know, it's great. The the drama sometimes. Yeah, so it's great. <laughs> All of it. I feel like it's like a whole venting session. It's like, it's hey, you got a you got a quick minute. All of it. You need those people in your life. Got yeah. to. And, so, I, and it's been what six months, right? I think to, when this show airs. It'll be six months since you signed this offseason wow. for being a Minnesota Viking. And during that short span, like Tatum just said, you guys have built that bond. But one thing that I know, I believe it was you, Jordan, you said this offseason is like you guys' nonverbal communication is next level. So, like, mm -hmm. for fans who don't know what nonverbal communication is for a linebacker, what does that look like? <laughs> it looks like <laughs> we both know something, know something at the same time. It's just kind of like, you got it? Yeah. We're good. And it just happens. We, I mean, we've, we had a play at practice. We were a man. Usually a man, you don't work together. And it just so happened that ah, you take my guy, I take your guy. Mm -hmm. And it just worked out. It's like there's times when you got, you got, you're playing with people that don't see it mm -hmm. that way at all. Mm -hmm. When you know, you know. When you, you, know, know, you know, you know. You know, you got to, it's a big picture always, you know. Um, it's, a, it's a feel thing for sure. But then it's, sometimes it's like a panic situation where you're lined up and you're like, <laughs> and you just make that look, and then the, you know, you know, he's panicking just like you're panicking. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, okay, cool. Like we're both panicking. We might be able to figure this out. Yeah. So there's a sense of calm in the panic. Mm -hmm. Okay. You, get, you always gotta stay calm. You know? Right. Okay. It's never really panic. <laughs> it's just kind of like mode. a lot of that nonverbal communication mm -hmm. comes in those moments, though. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? In the two That's minute, true. in the fast pace, and the it's like ah, you just gotta react, and we yeah. work off each other. How much have you talked to Eric about this Monday night football game, a return to Philly, someplace that obviously is pretty special to you, Jordan? Uh, we've, talked, we've talked about it, yeah, obviously. Um, he's been on this side of it, you know, obviously more than I have. So he honestly knows, knows more about it uh, and what to expect. This will be my first time back mm -hmm. playing there um, since I've left. So, wow. yeah, it's going to be a, a dope experience for me. Yeah, what do you think it'll be like? I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, uh, it'll be, a, it'll be a, uh, definitely a weird feeling being back in the city. The city is, the city is one of a kind. Mm -hmm. um, and when you've been a part of it, it's, you kind of have some type of pull towards you. Under, you feel like you understand it because mm -hmm. it's one of a kind. Um, but yeah, in, in terms of being there in the stadium, I really am not sure. It's probably. Gonna I know what it's going to be like. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be angry. Yeah. Be hostile. Yeah. It's going to be um, blue collar. Mm -hmm. It's going to be. I think it's 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 I love playing there. Mm -hmm. It's great. Like obviously, um, it's not a home game mm -hmm. by any means. I love playing at home, but there's something about football when you're on the road. You know, you're in a hostile environment. You know, ch chips are stacked against you, yeah. and you get to go with your, go out there with your brothers who you've been you know training with, working hard with, and you guys get a a real opportunity to prove yourself. Like it's it's beyond like you know the football. It's beyond like making plays, getting first downs, touchdowns. It's yeah. like 
you know, it's fan base versus fan base. It's, you know, yeah. it's mano y mano. It's pretty dope. Is there a sense of, like, what is the, I guess the, I, won't even, I don't want to say feeling, but what is that, that thing, right, that when you go back home to either your hometown or your former team, that it kind of gets you up a little bit? I remember last year we played the Chargers, and you were like, we had you on the Audible, and you yeah. just had this, this energy about you. you can, I can never play bad in California. I just refuse to play bad in California. <laughs> it's like I have to bring it. You know? So yeah. it's like, yeah. that's just how I feel. You know, it's just mm -hmm. what I, just any type of motivation I can get to get into going to the game and any type of chip I can have on my shoulder or like, you know, I was, I think like the last game I, I drove my grandpa's Viper to the game and I really used that like, I really was thinking about, man, this is my grandpa's Viper. Like, mm. I get to be able to drive this to the to the game. It was my dream to go, to, you know, play football yeah. and you know own this car. And now I'm like, I'm doing it. Like, mm. bringing my family to the game a little bit. You know what I mean? It's Present. like any type of like motivation you can you can bring. Yeah. I feel like, do it. You've been playing now for a while, Jordan. Is there something similar that you have done to help that motivation? Something that, because I mean, when you start to play for, I'm sure. It, you gotta start getting creative. Yeah, no, you you're always finding trying to find that the way to create that chip. Um, I mean, this is gonna be. It, I, I won't have to really do much for this game. That's this is gonna no, be. This fair. is gonna that's be fair. pretty. That's fair. And it was actually that way uh, when I was in Philly, always playing in Dallas. Right, it was always that same way. Mm -hmm. um, I always had my best games against Dallas, just because I knew, you know, coming from UT, mm -hmm. everybody's watching. Everybody is is Texas fans. So, um, yeah, I mean. I don't know. I, I, I try to I honestly try to block out quite a bit of that and just clear my mind mm -hmm. um, as much as I can, because, you know, I've I get I get up. It doesn't matter how long I play. I get up for these yeah. games. Yeah. And sometimes I just got to tell myself to just take a breath, mm -hmm. chill out. Let's go, <laughs> go, go do your job. Because I know both of you guys love football. But Jordan, like you're so even kill. Yeah. That like we. My thing when I, when I was going to the Green Bay Packers game, I was like, man, like Jordan's so even killed. Like he hasn't said anything, hasn't done anything. And then when you uh, sacked Aaron Rodgers, you like gave this fist pump. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this dude is into it. Yeah. So like, how would you describe your love for the game of football? Yeah, I mean, football is, football's been my life. You know what I mean? I mean, for, for since I always ask people, actually, this is a question I ask people, how long you've been playing football, right? Because when you get to this point, in the NFL, usually most guys have at least been playing for 10 plus years, right? And to think you've been playing this game for a decade, for me, it's been 20 years, right? I've been playing football in my life for over 20 years now. And it's like, I haven't done anything for 20 years, right? <laughs> right? And this is it. And so football's been my life. And, you know, I owe a lot to the game. I owe a lot to my coaches and my teammates. And I love this game. I, I, like I said, I get I get nervous. I get those butterflies before every single every single game. And as long as I've got that, I know there's there's that energy, there's that passion, you know, that that you can feed off of. I see you agreeing right there. You still get nervous, Eric? Yep, absolutely. It's good though. Yeah. It's, it makes you feel alive, you know. Yeah. That's what like anytime anytime where I'm really out there and I'm like, you know, things may be hard, things you know, it's like nothing will replace that feeling when you're on the field. Yeah. For me at least, you know, and it's it's pretty special, for sure. All right, well, let's leave the fans with a quick Philadelphia Eagles preview, right? Um, Jalen Hurts is the guy over there that everybody talks about. Um, for a defense or linebackers, when you're scheming Jalen Hurts, do you scheme him the way you scheme Lamar, or is it more like a Tua or a Kyler Murray? And why? I would, I would say because, because he is such a threat with his, his legs, um, and the scheme is built for him to be able to pull the ball and run in the run game. 
um, you definitely have to account for them, right? You, you can't go out there without accounting somebody to be on the quarterback run. So, yeah, I mean, you have to treat him like a Lamar. Um, I know being with Kyler, he wants to sit in the pocket until he, until he can't, mm-hmm. right? And he wants, to, he wants to throw for 500 yards if he can. So, um, yeah, you might, you might have a better answer no, I would, for that. I would completely agree. I would say it's more like a Lamar. You know, they have run plays designed, pullers designed to, to block for him, um, play actions designed to get a mismatch for him to run the ball, essentially where, you know, Kyler's, you know, not, they're not really, they don't have run plays built for him. He may have a draw every once in a while where he drops back and then mm-hmm. shoots through the gaps, but uh, Kyler's more running on the, on the pass. Mm-hmm. You know, he, then he makes his yards scrambling where it's like, you know, he's going to have plays um, on Monday that are going to be designed for him to run the ball. Primetime games, how much do they mean to you at this point in your career? Yeah, that's kind of the feeling I'm getting. No, I, I think love it's them. an interesting question. It's Monday Night Football. Sure. Like, we've been watching Monday Night Football since we were kids. Like, mm. obviously, a huge deal, but you don't have to put any more pressure on it. We don't, as yeah. players, we don't have to put any more pressure on it because it's a high-pressure environment already. Mm-hmm. You know, we're already playing the NFL. Every game matters significantly. And the the proof is going to be when we, when, we, when we walk out on the field Monday night. It's not going to be – that's going to be the pressure. It's not going to be us doing anything extra. You don't have to get too creative with that chip this time around, right? <laughs> it comes naturally. Yeah, well, if you've uh, seen any other, any of the other episodes of The Audible with Eric Kendricks, he always has the same answer. You always have the same answer when we ask, okay, what's the key to the game? And you, like, sit up and you say, look. I'll tell you right now if you want to know. Okay, do it, yeah. yeah. Let's go. The, key, the key for us Vikings to win this game, <laughs> this football game right here, Monday night, there's a few things, actually. Okay. I'm going to go through them. <laughs> First of all, on defense, we must hold them to a lower amount of points than our <laughs> offense beautiful. creates. Our offense must score more points than our defense allows. That's beautiful. If those two things happen, then we win the game. Mm. That's just what it, that's just what has to happen. All, all right. Always on brand. Yeah. Always on brand. I love it. What a Jordan. way to end it. <laughs> right. What a way. Jordan, Eric, Tatum, always a pleasure. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning into another edition of the Audible presented by 3M. We'll be back next week with two other of your favorite Vikings players. Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of The Audible. The Audible is presented by 3M, the official science partner of the Minnesota Vikings.